Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. One thing that makes Tannin unique is, is trying to get the wine out of the bottle, get people to experience it and find unique ways um, to encourage people to maybe try something that they haven't had. Or sometimes I think of a wine when I'm creating a dish. The amount of wine that we have on the menu, it's just uh, it's very easy to create dishes to cater to it. All right, you ready? Let's go. From Fox 4 News in Kansas City. Are we rolling? Are we on? Hello. I'm Nick Vassos. <laughs> this is Signal Hill. Hi again, everybody. Nick Vassos here on Signal Hill. Thanks for dropping by and checking in with us. We are going to continue our look at KC Originals. It's our look at uh, some of the finest restaurants in Kansas City that um, that are under the KC Originals umbrella. And today we are talking about Tannen Wine Bar and grill and with us here today it is general manager and wine director barry tunnel we also have the executive chef mr pablo munoz on signal hill with us today welcome to both of you good to see both of you thank you for having us great to have you here for those who have not been to tannin uh wine bar and grill where are you guys located we're at uh, 1526 Walnut Street in the uh, Crossroads District of uh, Kansas City. We're centrally located in a very dynamic, uh, kind of uh, evolving neighborhood behind between uh, the Sprint Center and the Kaufman Center for the Performing Arts. How long have you been around? Uh, eight and a half years. We opened in February of 2011. So you've kind of seen the neighborhood grow up around you. Absolutely. It's been really fun to, to see all the changes with um, um, different people coming into the neighborhood, both uh, a lot of new residential construction as well as um, some uh, new hotel neighbors, which are bringing in a lot of out-of-town guests. Yeah, the scene at night must be kind of special, too. Absolutely. You know, a few years ago, it was uh, a little desolate in our neighborhood. You know, the, <laughs> people would um, vacate the offices at 5 o'clock, and uh, there wouldn't be a whole lot of uh, a lot of traffic, and that's changed completely. You know, you see um, families in the neighborhood. You see um, all, all sorts of groups, so it's, it's really fun. Wow. Um, but I got a question. What is Tannin? What is a tannin? So uh, tannin is a, a physical element uh, that you find commonly in wine, especially red wine, but you also find it in other fruits and vegetables and foods. Um, it's um, essentially think of it as kind of like the solid extraction of the wine. So it typically comes from uh, the skins of the grapes uh, that are used to make the wine, uh, sometimes the seeds of the grapes. Uh, for wines that are aged in oak barrels, you might get a little bit of extraction of tannin from the oak. Um, it tends to give wines a lot of texture, uh, gives um, wines uh, kind of a, an interesting kind of bitter edge or astringency sometimes if a wine is really, really high in tannin. Uh, but if it's balanced, it's a really, really nice thing. And it can be one of the properties that can make certain red wines especially um, age really, really well. So if you've ever had a chance to enjoy um, a red wine that was 10 years old, 20 years old, uh, there's a good chance that that red wine had a, a, a lot of tannin that kind of acted as a preservative in it. 
do you want, I, I guess it depends, but do you, when you sip a wine and you're tasting a wine, I guess tannin is one element of many that you judge the wine uh, all together in, in whole, right? Totally. So yeah, we're, we're definitely looking at, at a wine um, um, as a whole. So we want balance. We want harmony between all the elements. So we want complexity as well. And tannin is definitely something that can add complexity. Um, but um, for us, uh, you know, wine is m- meant to go with food. Um, so when, when you're talking about, um, um, a wine, you want to think of it in, in the context of what you're going to be enjoying that wine with food wise. Um, you know, some wine or some, uh, some food, some dishes like a, a steak, a pork chop, you know, the ribeye that's currently on the menu. Those are, those are dishes that really beg for like a, a tannic robust style of red wine. You get a great kind of textural, um, complement between a, t- a tannic wine and, um, and a ribeye. Um, if you're eating a more delicate fish dish, you probably don't want a tannic wine. So um, it, it, uh, we always, at the end of the day, we always think about it as, uh, as um, um, a whole package and not just uh, the complete wine, but also the complete experience of, of tasting the wine with the dish. The executive chef at Tannin Wine Bar and Grill is Pablo Munoz Sevilla. The executive chef, uh, he's come on board the last two and a half years, and I saw you, Pablo, nodding your head when we were talking yeah, about yeah. tannins. <laughs> yeah. uh, what does tannin mean to you on, on your side of the restaurant where you're preparing the food? So uh, in, uh, in the sense of wine, I'm not as knowledgeable as Barry, but when, uh, when I sit down and, and taste wine with Barry and, and we, he talks about what he tastes in the wine, sometimes I... I I can taste food, almost like what I would pair with it, and with tannins, uh, yeah, like like Barry was saying, really, um, like the a ribeye we have on the menu currently, it's just straightforward. I, my playoff of just uh, steak and potatoes, you mm-hmm. know. So it's got fingerling potatoes, a horseradish sauce, mushrooms, and onions. So uh, the, I feel like um, with with tannic wines, that dish really works. Um, but uh, I'm definitely still a, a student of wine for sure. I'm nowhere near uh, uh, understanding different wines. When it, when it comes to my like drinking it and, mm-hmm. and on my palate, I, I feel like I understand it very well. But when it comes to describing it, sometimes I get stuck, sure. you know? But I think one thing that we can see here through our conversation is that there's a, a, a significant collaboration that goes on between you two because you both sit down, you drink the wine. Barry, you know, reports what he tastes in the wine and that you can say, oh, I, I'm visualizing this or I can I can see it goes with this. So I can see how that relates. And that's kind of that's cool, you know? I mean, that's... Um, you don't necessarily think about that when you go when you go into a restaurant, and that's something that Tannin Wine Bar is known for. You've been recognized for your incredible wine list, and so where, where are you trying new things? How do you get directed? Where do you find the the newest and greatest flavors? Uh, we you know we spend a lot of time tasting and talking about wines and food, and um, you know fortunately at this point, uh, having been open for about eight and a half years, we have relationships not only with really great distributors, really great importers that work nationally bringing wines into the U.S., but also um, really specifically with a lot of the producers um, in all over the world, you know, uh, American wine producers, um, um, 
producers that are exporting the wines to the U.S. Um, and so uh, we, we look to buy wines from those producers that we really enjoy working with, that we think are making beautiful products year in and year out. Um, and uh, we always look forward to, to receiving the new arrivals from those producers. Um, it, but we're also you know, all open to, to trying wines from, from producers that may be a little bit off our radar or, or things that, uh, that we haven't seen before. Um, and when it comes to talking about wine and food and, and, and tasting and, and um, um, all of that, you know, one thing that Chef Pablo and I do at Tannen Wine Bar um, is a lot of collaboration when it comes to wine dinners and special events. We bring a lot of winemakers uh, to Kansas City, uh, get them to get them introduced to our guests, so that our guests, um, you know, get to know them, get to know where the wines come from. Uh, oftentimes, our guests end up traveling out to the regions and and visiting the wineries um, um, uh, in other areas. Um, but that's where I, I think a lot of the menu planning and, and talking about the wines and, and how to um, um, how to showcase the wines uh, uh, at, at their best uh, to complement the food and, and vice versa really happens. It sounds like that the, the the wine list changes. I'm wondering, does do you change the menu sort of along with the the changing of, of the offerings of wine? Yeah, uh, the. When it comes to menu changes, uh, I, I really keep it close to the season. You know, th there's certain uh, ingredients that, that we can get um, in between two seasons, and then sometimes there's ingredients that you can only get in one season. Mm -hmm. So it definitely adapts in that way. Uh, and then depending the dish, sometimes uh, Barry adapts a wine to a dish, or sometimes I think of a wine when I'm creating a dish. Uh, so it... it it's really fun to uh, be able to work with Barry and have the the amount of wine that we have uh, on the menu. It's just uh, it's very easy to create dishes to cater to it. Pablo, how do you describe your your menu? What, what kind of food do you guys serve at Tannen Wine Bar? Um, I, I like to describe my food like um, elevated casual. Uh, or, or comfort, I should say, uh, uh, comfort food with just a little bit more. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think that uh, I'm doing uh, fine dining by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, I definitely try to put a lot of technique in every individual, uh, um, like sauce or, or, or even if it's just a meat preparation, and I create my own salts. Um, just, just those little details. I feel like uh, you can create comfort food but just just make mm. it a little bit more memorable how many different salts do you use uh, <laughs> uh well uh i do like to make seasoning blends and and uh it's very uh, interesting to me uh off the top of my head i wouldn't know <laughs> well, so like uh, who, do you, who do you uh who do you practice on like, uh, still, like, you may have one dish that's got this blend on it, and you're going to serve yeah, it to your buddies uh, here and say, do you like it? Do you like it? Like, okay, this one might be going on, uh, on the menu. De definitely uh, my, my staff is subject to testing <laughs> constantly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, my, my fellow chefs, Barry, the front of the house staff, bartenders, every, everybody is, is – uh, if we make staff meal, and sometimes uh, I'll make staff meal, and it's like, oh, this this is a potential component on a dish, or sometimes I'll just create a dish and then put it in the in the in the expo pass and and um, bring everybody over to try it, and and I, I'm I'm definitely always open to everybody's uh, criticisms and opinions because uh, our palates are differently, mm -hmm. are all different. I mean, 
just down genetically speaking, we're all, all our palates are different, you know. So, so getting all these information, it, it just makes the dishes better. So that that's I, I test my salts with everybody. Yeah. That, that works. Uh, it's one of the perks of working with ten, at Tenant. For sure. <laughs> Uh, you know, a lot of people out there may, may be intimidated. Uh, I mean, not intimidated, but you know, like there, there's so many wines, and there's so many ways to judge a good wine. And there's and and, and people are like, well, I'm not sure what a good wine is. But you have something on Tuesday nights uh, called Tuesday Date Night, and it's a way to kind of maybe perhaps it'd be a way to introduce people into wines, and you can enjoy it with your significant other. Tell us about that. Yeah, absolutely. So every Tuesday we offer a special date night promotion where. Um, guests can come in, they order two main courses, anything from the menu, uh, from Chef Pablo's menu. Maybe they want that ribeye that we talked about. Maybe they want the burger or a mm-hmm. vegetarian main course. Um, and then we have a special list of wines that are only $25 a bottle. And there, these are things that um, are uh, wines that are um, we think of as our classics, like really great representations of what we do at Tannin. Uh, they're things that are on our list. Uh, Every other night of the week, the price is more than $25, sometimes substantially more than $25. Um, but uh, it, it just is a way to make it very kind of accessible and simple for people. You know, that that's something that uh, I really think um, is... Uh, one thing that makes Tannin unique is is trying to get the wine out of the bottle, get people to experience it, and find unique ways um, to encourage people to maybe try something that they haven't had, whether that's a, a, a bottle at a great price, whether it's um, offering a really, really diverse and um, wide range of wines by the glass so that people can sample them before they commit, um, or maybe have a, a tasting pour instead of having to... to um, commit to an entire bottle um, or um, you know at um, late night during the week we also uh, offer um, a special wine by the glass at a very good price uh, usually too low um, for us to <laughs> normally <laughs> offer that um, we, we try to open some crazy stuff and uh, invite people out to uh, to come and enjoy wines that maybe maybe might f- sometimes feel a little bit out of reach for the common consumer for those who like to dream, and I like to dream. <laughs> what is the most expensive wine at Tannin Wine Bar? Boy, it, it does vary depending on uh, what's in inventory. But um, we do do have wines that run several hundred dollars. Um, you know, sometimes uh, even close to a thousand. Um, Are these typically aged wines. Uh, oftentimes, they're aged wines. We have some older champagnes that uh, that really um, demand. Um, um, pretty high costs, um, but our approach is really to um, to focus on quality um, and expression and individuality and uniqueness of wines at all price points. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we don't sell the wines that are multiple hundreds of dollars very often. You know, usually those are uh, for guests that are looking for something very specific that um, that they want to try or that they that they enjoy. Um, we um, our bread and butter in our business is is definitely the less expensive wines, um, and um, just because it's less expensive doesn't mean that it's less quality. Um, we we buy wines that are made by hand. We made uh, buy wines that um, are farmed by by uh, farmer winemakers, um, typically um, farmed very organically and um, and then handmade uh, with care and and that goes for a bottle that's a thousand dollars and it goes for a bottle that's thirty dollars there's there's really no difference in our opinion 
what country is producing some awesome wine right now? And give us an idea about maybe a local source wine that maybe you guys have had in the past or, or you currently serve right now. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the uh, most exciting thing in the wine world is that there's more great wine coming from more places than ever before. Um, so you have your classic regions, um, let's say Burgundy and Bordeaux in France or Tuscany and Piedmont in Italy. Um, I think no question that those, those regions are making um, wines are as exciting, maybe even better than they were um, a few decades ago. Um, but you also have um, less established regions, including you know some of the local regions in Missouri that are making excellent wines. Um, we've uh, really enjoyed some wines recently from uh, Baja, California, down in Mexico. Um, certainly a lot of the, the South American and South African wines um, are, um, are, are really, really um, beautifully made uh, these days and unique in expression. Um, Locally in, in, in our state, uh, there are a couple of uh, wineries that we regularly buy um, wines from. Um, one is Vox Vineyards, which is uh, just up uh, in Platte County, mm -hmm. a little bit north of the river. Um, they work with some very unusual varieties um, and make uh, some very unique wines. Uh, in fact, uh, I think that you had some... Uh, uh, a pork chop today uh, that uh, one of our servers, Jonathan uh, Kimmer, um, uh, produces, uh, and he'd actually done some work at, at Vox Vineyard. So some of our some of our staff have overlapped a little bit with uh, with cool. uh, that winery. Um, and then there's um, a uh, very small winery uh, near St. Louis called Cla Claverack Farm um, that's. Um, more focused on uh, very natural style wine production, and they're really doing an excellent job as well. Um, in particularly, in particular, the uh, red wine that they make from the Chamberson grape, um, which um, really thrives in Missouri, is is really delicious. Wow, that's just uh, interesting. Very interesting hearing all all, all of that. The, Pablo, let's go back to you here. In terms of food, here you guys offer uh, lunch, dinner, and then there's also happy hour. Um, and you also have a, a variety of items that come from your menu. You've got things called shareables. You've got a large plate, and then you've also got a three-course tasting. Give us an example about um, all those. Yeah, well, uh, um, so with with it being a, a wine bar and kitchen, I, I, with the shareables, I try to... Uh, create things that are very easily, as it says, shareable. You know, people come in, they just come in for the wine, you have a few glasses of wine, you start getting hungry, but you don't necessarily want an entree or anything like that. So our shareables uh, consist of, like, charcuterie with, like, cured meats, mm -hmm. uh, cheese boards, which change quite often. Delicious. Uh, uh, and uh, it has just little shareable items like jams, little pickled items, uh, house-made crackers, house-made chips, things like that. Things that are just like finger food a little bit. Um, I have a, a grilled veggie plate currently on the menu, which is just a bunch of veggies grilled in, in a different way and with the sauce. And it's very easy to just nibble, keep drinking your wine. And uh, for our large plates, it's essentially just entrees. You know, you come mm -hmm. in, uh, you, uh, with a mission to eat. You know. What's your most popular item on your menu? Uh, most popular item, uh, I w 
people really enjoy our burger. Uh, it's it's something that's a staple to Tannin. It's been on since since it started. Uh, it's a Wagyu burger patty, eight ounces. Uh, a Wagyu uh, beef is super high quality and, and fatty and uh, extremely enjoyable. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people really, really, I see that... Uh, beat out a lot of entrees constantly uh <laughs> but um the we currently have a chicken dish that is really successful we have house-made pasta with a, a tomato rosé sauce uh confit chicken and carrots with a little bit of jalapeno oil so it's 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 just super comforting and and uh, a lot of people enjoy that dish also ah that sounds so <laughs> amazing what's your guys website tannenwinebar.com and what's your phone number 816-842-2660 all right so check them out tannenwinebar.com check out the menu go see them they're in the crossroads and they've got a lot they've got a really exciting wine menu and as you've heard they have a very delicious menu we say thank you to Barry Tunnel, general manager and wine director. We also say thank you to Pablo Munoz Sevilla. He is the executive chef at Tannen Wine Bar. Thanks to both of you guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. it was yeah, good thank you very much you. for having us. Yep. I um, yes. look forward to coming down and visiting you and sampling <laughs> the good food yes. and wine. Folks, uh, you can subscribe to Signal Hill on our website, fox4kc.com slash podcast. Uh, we also have an easy way for you to... Uh, get all of our podcasts at Fox 4. If you're, uh, if you're on Facebook, just go to Fox 4 Podcast. Be sure to give us a like there, and then you'll automatically be notified when the next podcast in one of our series of podcasts, whether it's Abby's or Joe's or Mark's or Megan's, Crime Files, uh, or even Kim and Shannon's, all of them, you get a notification there. Uh, so just go to our uh, Facebook page, Fox 4 Podcast, and give us a like there. And, of course, you can get all of the episodes at fox4kc.com. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. What am I missing, Mike? What's the other one I'm missing? Maybe some one of them. I- iTunes. Sp- oh, Spotify is the one. Spotify is the one. I'm, that's right. Spotify is the one that I'm uh, uh, missing right there. All right. So uh, I'm hungry. So uh, I'm going to go down to Tannen Wine Bar, and I'll uh, catch you guys in our next edition of Signal Hill. I'm Nick Vassos. Talk to you later.